opinions and suggestions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on News 1023 KRMG. Welcome to Wheels with automotive experts from Cecil & Sons Discount Tires in Sand Springs and Tulsa Gas Technologies, your CNG expert, here to answer your questions about your car, truck, or SUV. To join the program, call 918-460-KRMG. That's 918-460-5764. Or you can text your questions to 95920. The Ask the Experts weekend rolls on with Wheels with Lloyd Boland, Troy Cox, Tom Sewell, and the host of Wheels, Denver Fox. Well, say goodbye to the Volkswagen Beetle. The last one rolled off the assembly line down in Puebla, Mexico this past week. We'll talk about that and some of the games you used to play involving Beetle cars. Coming up on this edition of Wheels. Good morning, I'm Denver Fox, along with our panel of experts this morning. And uh, Lloyd Boland's here, the king of the crankshaft, the guru of the garage. I bet you've worked on a lot of those little Beetle cars. I have. There, One thing I remember about them most is if they had air conditioning on them, there was one plug hardly anybody would change. It was so difficult. I think it took like two hours. You had to take a whole bunch of stuff off because it was so close in there, and it was on the, if you're facing it, it was on the left side behind the air conditioner. Oh, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. But, well, uh, most people just drove, put the top down to roll the windows down and yeah. didn't have an air conditioner, I think. Tom Sewell with Tulsa Gas Technology here as well. And, uh, yeah, they were just real simple cars to work on and simple cars to drive, too. They just kept on going. They were simple. I can remember back when I was 14, 15 years old, we used to pull the motor out of our dune buggy and not think nothing of it. You know, pull <laughs> cylinders off. Yeah. It was nothing. Yeah, and it was uh, it was cheap too. Uh, gasoline wasn't a problem back then, but I remember in the early days, brand new ones were like what twelve, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, they were cheap, something and like that. They were one thing I remember is I had a friend had one in high school and how noisy they were going down yes. the road. Yeah, I wrote. I never owned one, but I did ride in some, and they were noisy and they were kind of bumpy too. So and the heaters were interesting. The heaters were uh, <laughs> they yes. were um, uh, slim at best. Yeah, but a very oh. simple mechanical part. I mean, lawnmowers repairman could fix it. You know, is that uh, that was that actually was called the people's car. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, mainly people of Germany, as it turned yeah, it out. Yeah, was, uh, it's one that, that was Hitler's brainchild. Yeah, he was. It was uh, never, it was a prestige project, actually, a symbol of Germans' post-war economic reconnaissance, uh, uh, yeah, renaissance, actually, and uh, raising in the middle class prosperity is what they wanted to do with that. Anyway, it, it kind of got caught in here in the 1960s in the counterculture in the United States, and above all, the car remains a landmark design is recognizable as, you know, Coca-Cola or a bottle or a Xerox or something. It's very iconic. Everyone remembers it. Well, have you seen the um, the Volkswagen buses now are getting crazy popular yeah. and expensive? Yeah. By 1955, the millionth Beetle, officially called the Type 1, had rolled off the assembly line, and it was now called uh, the town of Wolfsburg in Germany. The United States became Volkswagen's most important foreign market, peaking at 563,522 cars. That was in 1968, or 40% of their production wow. was sent over here. New Beetle, the new one, came out, a completely retro version built on a modified 
golf platform, basically. Resurrected some of the old Beetle, the cute, you know, unconventional aura of the 60s there. And that was back in 1998. And uh, so this was uh, under a new CEO and everything. The new ones had all the bells and whistles and safety features and the things that jacked the price up a little more than the original Beetle, which was one of the attractive things about it. Yeah, but they still weren't. Yeah. They weren't the same as the old bug. No. And the, the design was made a little bit sleeker in the new, yeah. uh, the new Beetle design. The new and the motor was in the front, too. It just changed. And there were five cylinders. Yeah. Just weird stuff. Oh, weird. they put it in the front. I didn't even. Yeah, that, even that was, that that's much. one of the big changes in them. But they were pretty neat cars and they drove well. Did you ever play this game or get your kids to play this game when you're driving where if you spotted a beetle bug, the first one to say, beetle bug, you know, yeah. uh-huh. got something, <laughs> yeah. you know. See, we called it slug bug. And slug we used bug. just beat each yeah. other in the backseat <laughs> before <laughs> our dad pulled beat over. Beat on slug and give each other a slug. But anyway, <laughs> say goodbye to the Beatles, uh, the Volkswagen Beetle, that is. Uh, it was a great car, hippie car. You know, the Volkswagen, the old hippie buses, yeah. those are rare. Oh, they are, yeah. and they are expensive. Valuable. Yeah, very nostalgic, and everyone wants one, whether they've got flowers painted on them or not. But uh, Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Lloyd, you're getting a little work on air conditioning this week, working on some air AC? We do them all week now. I mean, this time of year, people can't. I, well, I'm the same way. If I cannot. When I'm not working, don't give me something that doesn't have air conditioning in yeah. it. <laughs> but, yeah, we've had quite a few. One of the things I want to give a tip out about that was uh, the kits you can go buy to charge them mm-hmm. well those days as my opinion are gone because they are so close on charging you overcharge one ounce you can kill the whole system i'm by kill i mean it just quits cooling so and they also they're not dangerous like they used to be because they have different size valves but when you're looking at a car with the sophisticated air conditioning like it has now you're a whole lot better off just to go have somebody do it and it's not really that expensive. Yeah. Depends on where you take it. But it's it saves you a whole lot of grief. Well, I've seen your machine. I've seen Tom's machine over there. It, it's a really big, complicated, computerized piece of equipment to measure and get the proper amount of uh, Freon in and make sure it's all running right. You betcha. Sometimes we actually have to pull all the Freon out of the car to put the right amount in. It ain't just... Going to get in a can and open the valve and wait until the gets in the green. Um, you know you're going to spend a lot of money and not still not have the right kind of cooling in your car. Uh, it's there's a lot of science to it, and if you don't understand the pressures, uh, and I'm telling you, my guys have to look in the manual. You can't remember everything. You have to look in the manual. We've got this uh, Mitchell um, software that tells us everything about that car, and plus our our uh, our our big box, our um, air conditioning machine, it is so helpful to get it perfect every time. Yeah, it's really a, a something that you can't do under the shade tree anymore. No, you can't. You have to take it to someone, so get to a reputable person. Well, I'm going to say cars uh, in the last five years are, are where it stopped, you know. Uh, you can't do it anymore right. after, after that. All right, uh, I'm going to be, uh, one of the things we like to talk about, I like to talk about, I'm gonna, as soon as we get off here, I'm going to go over and refuel uh, CNG, and going to be smiling the whole time, because I, it is just amazing to me, the money you save 
uh, refueling with CNG and you get the full performance as if you were using 100% gasoline in your vehicle and the same mileage and everything. And now looking at uh, a couple of big jumps in the gasoline prices this past week makes it really... Uh, Really, uh, very attractive. Oh, I know. And, and you know, and, and I don't know if you've noticed yet, you're not having to go to the station every day. It's just like you're driving a gasoline vehicle. You know, it's, yes. you know, it's not a burden. It's so easy to do. Uh, come by, fill up. It takes maybe seven minutes to fill your car up, six minutes, something like that. Wow. We have free coffee. Uh, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's not a burden at all to do. It's... Um, you don't get dirty. You don't smell anything. You just plug it in, stand there and watch it fill up. Yeah. And when it's done, it goes ding, done. Yeah. And when you're done and it's under 20 bucks, you go, did, did I fill up? Did, what did I do? Yeah. I was going to think, is this right? Because I was going to say, this is only charging me this much. Is that right? I can't believe yeah. that. Yeah. It, well, it is amazing. Well, seven minutes is fast, I think. Yep. It's comparable uh, to filling with mean, gasoline, You it? bet you it's yeah. about the same. You, you need know, to slow down anyway. So. Some of our older stations, we had the CNG pump right next to the gasoline pump at some public stations. So mm -hmm. I would plug in both at the same time, and they're done always right at the same time. Wow. And, and I tell you, if you're thinking about it, you even thought about putting your, your vehicle, your truck... If you got work trucks, or you just would drive like I do, uh, you're thinking about converting it to compressed natural gas. Uh, Tom, you need to tell people the rebates and the tax credits now that not only cover the initial investment, you make money doing this. You betcha. So you're going to get $5,000 cash rebate. I mean, you mail in, you do all the proper paperwork. Uh, Oklahoma Natural Gas is going to send you 5000 bucks, And then uh, the... Tax credits currently are 45% of the um, the upfit of the vehicle, the conversion. Next year, they're going to ride at 75. It's kind of scaled on the GVW of the vehicle, and I can go over that. Um, before you buy a vehicle, you need to call me. But, you know, some of them credits, they'll work on used vehicles. So if you bought a vehicle that hasn't been registered and the uh, rebates haven't been taken... You get the money. You get that money. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's a great deal. You got so, any for sale? <laughs> yeah. I, I Well, today I don't because I'm sold out, but uh, I get them all the time. So if wow. you're interested in vehicles, yeah. you know, contact me and I'll put you on our list. And I usually sell them the first week I have them. Now, or what's you, the... Go ahead, Dan. Well, I was going to say, you, uh, or you can order the EPA certified kit that will fit someone that you can convert their vehicle and have you them set up. Yes, and we just got a new vendor in that's got sedans. Uh, he, they even rolled off a Dodge truck this uh, in their uh, system. Um, I'm doing, fixing to do a Chevy Tahoe. Uh, so there's... There's a lot of more vehicles that are new this year, this model year. Well, there's kind of an equation that the payoff time that helps you determine whether it's really feasible? Yeah, April 15th. As soon as you get yeah. your tax credit, you're 100% okay. paid back. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and that too. But, I mean, as far as installing one, your re your money coming back to you is pretty quick. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's... Yeah. So what we do is you got this net number between the gasoline and, and your mm -hmm. uh, CNG. And I can usually calculate your payback uh, depending on how many miles you drive a year. So we talk through this. These are all the questions. Because uh, I'm not in there doing a hard sales job. I'm usually talking to you about your payback and how fast that is. But now 
it's however quick that next April 15th is, is your payback. <laughs> wow, yes. yeah. That sounds but great. But it's all about numbers, and they're all, numbers. they never change. They never change. That's, you got links uh, to all this stuff. And, all the, and the paperwork that you're talking about there, you got it on your website at TulsaGasTech.com. And uh, the link is on our KRMG Wheels page at KRMG.com if you want to go right there. You bet. And if you buy a used vehicle, come by and I'll help you fill it out. All right. Sounds good. 718. If you've got a question for us, give us a call. Got that little problem you've been messing with? with you didn't really want to deal with eh, we'll see if we can help you with it give us call 918-460-KRAG text your uh, question to us at 95920 you're listening to wheels on krmg your car, uh, give us a call here at 918-460-KRMG. We'll see if we can answer that for you. It sounds like the, the tribute we saw last night, Tom. <laughs> uh, yep, that was really good. Rocking and rolling, man. Hey, uh, one of the voices that we normally hear here on wheels is uh, Troy Cox with Cecil and Son Discount Tires. Troy's a little under the weather, so we hope he gets feeling much better. But boy, if you need tires, if you need struts, they've got always got great rebates. They've always got great deals at Cecil and Son Discount Tires in Sand Springs and in Sepulpa. And uh, of course, they're doing a lot of air conditioning work as well at Cecil and Sons. I can tell you that. Uh, but if, if you just need simple maintenance needs, you know, oil changes, rotations on your tires and safety needs, your brakes, suspension. And stuff like that. They can take care of all of that for you. Just call them at Cecil and Sons and they will be open till day till 3 o'clock on the weekends but uh, set up an appointment next week. He gets a lot of people set up for taking road trips too. He would check the car over and we've had him do that with our car where uh, just like it look good So because we're going to you know cross country here. want to make sure it's going to get us there and back and uh, if there's any problems they'll find them for you. Yep, they're real good over there. I mean we take our uh, part of our fleet service when we need tires we run them over there and get that done and and uh, they're real prompt. You know, when I when I call them and have an appointment for a truck and drop it off, you know, the time in our shop's pretty valuable. And, uh, you know, when we're working that, we run them over there and they always, you know, hit the mark, get my trucks in and out. And before I can get them back to my customers, get the tires on. Uh, works out great. Good yeah. partnership. They are good folks over there. Well um, worth the drive over to Sand Springs or to Spalpa. They're honest people, too. I'm, I would send anybody over there. Yeah, we do too. Any I mean, other I, locations. I, I, that's how much I trust them. They're good people. I'm they, not a big referrer, and yeah. I, I'm worried, you know, because I worry about somebody failing, then it looks bad on me. But I never worry about sending anybody over there. Yeah, they they are just meticulous about getting it right, and uh, they also have uh, your PC41 Plus, the headlamp restoration yeah. product. They'll do the product, uh, do the treatment right there in the shop, or and they, they sell, sell you the kit too yeah. if you want to do it yourself. And they evidently they've got some guys pretty good at it, from what I hear, just like with. Uh, Tom. Yeah. I'm wearing your T-shirt today, as you said. PC, I saw that. PC I wore 41. mine the other day. I'm, I just, you know, free really shirt. Like I'm, that. Good. I'm good for a free shirt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was talking about people heading out on the road for uh, holidays and road trips and everything. Make sure you got, you know, safety things with you just in case. Maybe a, uh, one of those little, they've got small jumper packs now that you can take with you that are handy. If you have a failure on your battery, boy, that's that can just be a lifesaver for you if you're out somewhere. Yeah, it and is. It's super deal. And so the cool ones have got a little cell phone charger on them, too. Yes. So if you're stuck and you need to keep the phone charged or they've got little lights on them, because uh, at nighttime you need a, a little beacon or something, uh, you can't always get off the road as far as you want to, and you need to be yeah. safe. And and I, you know, I would get away from the car. If you can't be safe where you've pulled off move away from your car don't just sit there 
Uh, I don't know what it is, but it sometimes attracts people over there to it. Yeah. And well, they you, run into them. You see videos of uh, high, highway patrol people, you know, patrolmen be out there. And they, people are just, they're barely jumping out of the way in time. Sometimes they just veer over for some Have reason. Have you ever made a service call on the freeway? Oh, yeah. I, 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 I mean, really you don't it. realize how fast those people are moving oh, until man. you're they're out four of feet car. away from you. I'm yep. change tire out on the freeway. It's not fun at oh. all. By the way, also vacations, one of the things I was going to mention to you, just uh, kind of when you're away from home, and I know uh, we're big on social media. We love Facebook and uh, Instagram. And if you go to the beach, you got those beautiful pictures of the sunset or people out in their swimsuits swimming and splashing around, having a good time. And you want to post those all up and let people see them. Do it when you get back. Yes. Don't do it while you're hundreds of miles away from home. It's like saying, we're gone. Come rob us right yeah. now. Don't do that. Yeah. That check-in feature on there is so dangerous because, you know, if I'm checked in in Miami, I'm going, hey, you know, I might check in over there. It's crazy. Well, I never Why would thought you do of that? that? Yeah, don't do that. I mean, you want well, to post them. I don't do them. Facebook anyway, but I never thought of that. That's an excellent point. Well, yeah. when, you, when you get back, put them up as though you were there to yeah, them. And it's okay. Exactly. At least you're home. You can protect yourself. So I just wanted to throw or that Or take in. a picture of your dog as the first picture. <laughs> and then post <laughs> yes. your pictures. And post the other ones later on. It's 726. This is uh, Wheels on this Saturday morning. Uh, here's a story that uh, we've talked about similar thing, but this is a recent story. Uh, this is up in Connecticut. The police were called. Uh, not exactly the call they were expecting to get. This was over the 4th of July holidays. It was a call they ended up getting, though. Officers arrived at a residence, and they teamed up with bystanders. They rescued a six-foot-long snake that had wrapped itself around the engine block of a car. And the officers and the residents managed to wrangle the reptile into a crate and the animal was taken to a nature center, but uh, the police said they, they they posted this on Facebook, and I would too if I had this done, oh. that uh, it was not all in the line of duty, and they commented, this may surprise you, but we, the, the police, are not normally in the business of wrangling snakes, but you know, in the heat of the summer, you wouldn't think that snakes would do that, but certainly in the winter, animals would crawl up to find a warm place. Well, if that had been my car, it had been gone. <laughs> I think I'd have left it. Left the car? Yeah. Oh, the car. I, I can't. <laughs> I, yeah, that's really an unusual thing for a snake. I would think for a snake to get in a situation In the, in like the heat that. like that, yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just a dark place he wanted to wow. feel safe. 728, latest news from the 24-hour Fox News Center is next on KRMG. You're playing it because of the Beetle car, aren't you? All right. I thought it was the, the show last night. Because <laughs> we were talking about the Beetle bug. Yes, the Volkswagen Beetle bug going off of um, manufacturing uh, this past week. Good morning. It is uh, 736. I'm Denver Fox. Got our panel of experts here. Uh, Troy Cox is not here. He's under the weather with Cecil and Son discount tires. But we do have the king of the crank, Chef Lloyd Bolin, and uh, Tom Sewell with Tulsa Gas Technologies and uh, taking your calls at 918-460-KRMG or you can text us at 95920. Cars built in the last 10 years are much safer than older models, but that doesn't mean that uh, people can't get injured. And uh, they did a research study at the University of Virginia, and they found that women wearing seatbelts are significantly more likely to suffer injury than their male counterparts. Mm. In fact, female auto occupants have 73% higher chance of being seriously injured in a frontal car crash. 
That's compared to the male counterparts. And the difference in risk is highest for injury to the lower extremities, but also holds for several other types of injuries. And the researcher tells us that uh, until we understand the fundamental biomechanical factors that contribute to the increased risk for females are going to be limited in the capacity to close the ga- risk gap, you know, figuring it all out. They got to know what is actually causing the, those specific injuries and uh, take some substantial effort then to, to correct it. But the good news out of all this, newer vehicles have shown the decreased risk of injury overall for everyone. And I, I think that a lot of that has to do, of course, with seat belts, but uh, a lot of it has to do with uh, the design of cars, uh, airbags for one thing too. Well, and the car's not as rigid as it used to be. So when you get hit, there's a a place for the energy to go, a crumple zone or something folds instead of it just being solid. Right. Engines tend to drop down and yes. go under you instead of straight into you. You crush your legs or something like yeah. that. So it's uh, it's going to make a difference. So, yeah, I, it is good. There are more bells and whistles. And we talk about the new Volkswagen compared to the Oaks Volkswagen. I would venture to say the new one had many more safety features on it and just in general design. I wonder when they put seat belts in the old one even. I don't think Did they, they have seat belts? Belt yeah. When they start those. In the late 50s? Yeah, yeah late 50s. I don't, I don't think anybody had seatbelts uh-uh. factory till mid-60s at least. Mm-hmm. I yep. think we had a car that we got a 65 or something. They didn't have seatbelts. I yeah. thought it'd be cool to have seatbelts, you know, kind of like being in an yeah. airplane or something, but they didn't have them. Well, let's go to the phones here. 918-460-KRMG and Randy is on the line. Randy, you got a 76 Ford truck, huh? Yes, sir. What do you think about doing with it? Well, I spent actually spent a lot of money on it, and it's a great truck. But uh, the only drawback, it literally gets five miles to the gallon. When I say five, I mean five. Yep. If you go to Oklahoma City, you got to like fill up twice almost. So, <laughs> does he wow. got a four sixty in it? About converting it to uh, natural gas, it's got a big motor like one of those like four sixty. Yeah, motors, it's got a four sixty big V eight. It's a simple, simple deal. And it will run on both gasoline and CNG. Uh, the one of the downfalls is is none of the rebates or credits will back that far on that old of a vehicle. But oh, it, really? it's extremely cheaper to do that vehicle than it is the new fuel injected vehicles. Um, well, what does it cost to like switch that over? I'd have to. I'd no have to rebate. sit down. Yeah, I'd have to sit down with it and look at it and, and show you a couple tanks. Um, well, it, but roughly, is it like? A thousand, two thousand, or no? It'll be in the three or fours. Okay, okay. And then once you do that, uh, do you still get five miles a gallon? Yes. It just costs you a buck fifty instead of uh, okay. That never changes. The truck consumes X amount of energy no matter what. If we are running on coffee grounds, it's uh, same energy. But uh, okay, it's uh, a lot cheaper. Yeah. Last follow-up question: Is that normal? mileage for that big of a motor oh you might have it run a little rich i would have expected you were going to tell me it was going to be eight or nine um, right but, okay so so it's definitely in the in the race not like it's something's really like a gas because i don't see any gas leaking or anything so i just think it uses a lot of it but you're right it might be running rich so yeah okay. it could be just going out the tailpipe is the black is the tailpipe just black like crazy or is it uh, uh, kind of never i have never paid attention okay to okay yeah. All right, thanks. Thanks, uh-huh. Randy. Appreciate yeah. your call. A lot of cars in that era, we used to be able to 
mess with the emission systems and bump them up seven, eight miles a gallon. You bet. And just even yeah. simple tune-ups on something like that might yeah. give him more mileage as well. But the carburetors, that, of course, are, most of them are gone now, but they, they had to be set right. If they worked right, adjusted right, they did pretty well. Yeah, and the timing. There's a lot yeah. of little things on those that you can do we can't do on the new ones. Um, but the new ones are constantly adjusting that for you. Yeah. Where um, on that truck, it's got a vacuum timing on it. And so just that when you get on the gas, it drops the vacuum, moves the distributor internal. and uh, Yeah, and the trucks are geared lower sometimes. Geared lower. There's so many variables in that mm-hmm. one that it's hard to tell. You know, he was talking about having to refuel a couple of times like he went to Oklahoma City. By adding the uh, CNG uh, fueling tank in the back, oh, yeah. you've, got, you've increased your range dramatically. Yeah, there. another 17, 18 gallons. Yeah, You're, you run, and if you run out of CNG, it automatically switches over to the regular gasoline. You just keep going. Yep. Now, on that truck, it wouldn't be automatic, but it still will let you know when it happens. Yeah, it'll be. The carburetor yeah. has to run out of fuel before you can make the switch. Okay, hmm. sounds good. Interesting. 7.42, this is Wheels on this Saturday morning. Mazda recalling more than 262,000 SUVs and cars in the U.S. to fix a software problem. Could cause the engines to stall unexpectedly. They have uh, traced the problem to a software error in the computer controls of the valves as part of the vehicle's fuel-saving cylinder deactivation technology. That's where part of the cylinder so, shut down. And yeah, those are the things I think of when I'm on expressway every day. If I get on every day, what if one of these cars, one glitch, what could happen? And it's just mind-boggling. Yeah. Uh, they say that uh, drivers won't get any warning before this engine stalls yeah. on this particular thing. It'll just stop, and you got you got to get somebody to tow you in. Mazda says no crashes, no injuries have been reported because of this problem. This is affecting, uh, let's see, sedans and CX-5 SUVs from 2018 to 2019 model years. And uh, they will obviously fix this at no cost to the owners. Recall is expected to start before August 26th. You know, I've noticed on some of these recalls, uh, we got one on one of our cars, and we had talked about it on the air like two months ahead of time. Right. You get the notice. And so we called up and said, well, we want to get this done. Well, we don't have the software fixed right now. I mean, it takes a month or two for them to get geared up and ready and prepared to actually implement some of these recalls. And then they'll call you and say, yeah, come on in now. Yeah, we get it on our all data sometime, or Mitchell before that um, yeah. the dealer will do it. And they will. If they'll make special efforts in some cases. They'll get your car through something. Yeah, yeah. But they do very well with uh, that Most stuff. of these are going to be software, just flash yeah, uh, upgrades. Reflash. So it, it's, it takes a short amount of time. You can get it, just take it and probably wait you on it. You can wait on it. Yeah. yeah, wait on it, have it done. All right, let's go back to the phones here at 918-460-KRMG. Oakley, good morning. Good morning. You have an 84 Dodge, and it's on ethanol fuel, huh? Right. It's got a 318 engine, and it's going to a place where they don't have a lot of real gas. Yeah, just stay away from the E15 if you can. You're yeah. Gonna, yeah. And most of the traditional, what we call unleaded right now, is an E10. Um, right. And just get out of there as fast as you can. <laughs> you can still buy an additive to pour in right. gas. It, yeah. What kind of additive would go in there? Because it's going to stay there. Oh, it is. Okay. Yes. Well, it's just... BG, I think, makes it. Well, there's quite a few, man. I think mm-hmm. it's the same no matter who does it. Yeah, I've it. seen them. In, uh, uh, even in grocery stores, I've seen yeah, them. Yeah, you shop it out. 
online or whatever, and then you can find out where to buy it. We also have a link on our uh, wheels page at krmg.com. Go to the wheels page. Uh, there's a link there that tells you every station that sells 100% gasoline. And it's really all across the United States, all across Oklahoma, but anywhere you go. Now, they, they may be few and far between, and it may wind up being, like I found out, it may be a, a hot rod shop or something where yeah. they're, they're trying to get a higher octane for their hot rods. But uh, nonetheless, there are some out there. I don't know whether this is going to New York and uh, in the area that it's going to. Uh, I don't know there's any what they call advertised as 100% gasoline unless uh, if they're uh, premium. Now, they're premium, maybe. I'm not sure on that. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, sure. some, some parts of the country, premium will have ethanol in it. Uh-huh. That's what I was thinking. It was just because they. Don't, they don't advertise it as, as 100% gas. Right. Yeah, I think it does here as well. I may be wrong. It's a higher octane, but yeah. it's, you know. I believe it does. You can always call the oil company and ask them. Yeah, yeah. that's a thought, too. Yeah, and I think yeah. they have to post that on the pumps, too. I mean, they do. how much ethanol is contained in this. And as... Uh, one of my cars has it's on the gas cap. On the gas cap, it says E15. No, do not use E15, and uh, so that would be the biggest uh, takeaway I'd give you to that, Oakley. Yeah. All right, thanks for your yeah. call this morning. Appreciate it. Good luck to you there with that '84 Dodge. 7:47 here on wheels. Just because your blood alcohol level is below legal limits to drive doesn't mean you should really be driving. And they did a study up at the University of Sussex. They found that when people had small drink uh, perception in the timeline between the action and its consequences, they get shorter. They say their sense of agency or they feel they're in control. They take a drink and they think, well, I'm below the level. I'm fine. But your senses are still affected. Your yeah, reaction you times are reflect, reflected on this. And the study shows the compelling case that even one pint of beer is enough to significantly compromise a person's sense of, uh, you know, just reaction time. And this has an important implications for legal and social responsibility of drivers and begs the question, should alcohol limits for driving, is it safe? You know, is it truly safe? They're going to check you. And even though you may be well under the uh, limit, you could still be somewhat impaired. Do they call that a little drunk? Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a yeah. Little. <laughs> now, what do they call that? They do have a name for that. Driving uh, mm. buzz. Um, a buzz driving. buzz driving. Yes, buzz driving. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. It's a buzz driving, and uh, they try to kind of warn people, hey, I'm feeling good. I'm fine. Yeah, until something happens and your reaction time is just a little bit too slow to make the difference there. Well, driving impaired with anything, you could be anything. I mean, even a prescription drug. Got another yeah, recall. That's true. Yeah. It could be cold medicine. Or could yeah, be cold medicine. Be irritated. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. You could, could be upset at uh, you know right. someone at home or something. Exactly. Honda announced uh, recently that they're going to recall 1.6 million more vehicles to replace those Takata airbag inflators. Uh, the automaker said it's the final recall for the faulty parts, and it's finished its recall six months ahead of schedule. But Hondas, they've really been aggressive on getting this done. They have been. They've gone, they've gone to, you know, small shops and put up signs. And even in some cases, I've read they've gone to neighborhoods and said, that's the car we, we need to replace that. Can we just do it right here in your driveway? And they said, okay. And well, every Honda we have come in, we always look at the, uh, you know, our software to see if that vehicle is still under the program. That's a good point because if you don't really program yourself to do it, you'll forget it. Right. And you may save somebody's life. You never know.
Anyway, notifications for this last recall, I think it's the last one for Takata airbags. That'll be mailed out starting in August, so coming to a car near you. 749 on this Saturday morning. Got a question for us? We can still take your calls at 918-460-KRNG or text us at 95920. This is Wheels on News 1023 KRMG. I'm Denver Fox. We're back with wheels on this Saturday morning. And a lot of people traveling this time of the year. And you want to certainly, whether you're traveling on vacation or you're just traveling across the... The, the town or into the next county or something, you want your car to get there. And one of the things we can't emphasize enough is uh, ge- keeping your car maintained. And that's one of the things we talk about as far as oil changes, just simple things you can do yourself even if you don't want to. Because, Tom, as you say, if you don't do maintenance, you do repairs. That's right. And that costs it's- more. Much more, and your downtime, and you don't have a car, and it's just uh, ugly. So, fleet maintenance from Tulsa Gas Tech can keep your vehicle running good. And uh, also, with fleet maintenance on uh, commercial vehicles, you help people uh, with their commercial paperwork that most people aren't really even aware of that they may need to have with them. And we see many times these commercial vehicles involved in accidents, and the uh, you know officers are there; they are checking over all of those maintenance records. Not only insurance and registration and all those things, but much more information that you really probably hadn't even thought about. You betcha. you got to have all your maintenance records, especially on your brakes. Uh, they want to see that. Um, that's, that doesn't have to be in the truck, but if you're in an accident, they're going to your mechanic shop, and they're going to want to know where all that's at. And, and getting it done all over the place is not a way out. The owner of the vehicle is responsible to have those records. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, you've got a little pamphlet that you guys have put together, the Reader's Digest version. You can instant it down from probably four or 5,000 pages of government documents, but the stuff you really need to know about, and uh, it's free. You can download it right off of your website. Yeah. We've uh, lost track now of how many people's downloaded that. It's been downloaded so many times. Wow. It's a good free tool. Yeah, it's really easy to look right through it and you say, oh, I don't have that. I didn't realize I needed that. So anyway, that's free. TulsaGasTech.com. Let's go back to the phones here. 918-460-KRMG. Got time for one more call. Donnie wants to talk about motor oil. Hey, Donnie, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Love your show. Hey, I have a question. I have a 2017 uh, Chevy pickup that I bought in in 18, but... uh, I've only got like 2,000 miles on that on that vehicle. Should I be concerned about the motor oil in it? I mean, does it does it deteriorate with time versus miles? You've never changed it? No, but I, like I said, I've only got 2,000 miles on it. I got to wonder, uh, you know, is that something I need to do? It depends on what's oil in it. I think I would do it. Yeah, I'd get that to, first yeah. batch out of there. And, uh-huh. uh, um, you know, we always call that break-in oil, but synthetic oil is so different. Yeah. Uh, than the original mineral oil we used to break in engines with. But I would go ahead and change it, and that way you can start a baseline on where you're actually at. Um, no more. That way, if there's any kind of uh, casting material or anything in there, that would all come out and then uh-huh. we'll change. Okay, now now I don't put, that's about the amount of miles I drive is maybe 1,000 miles a year. Right. So even if I go with like a mobile one, should I be concerned and still change it like annually? Or no, something? you should be fine. Uh, um, I wouldn't go five years, but if you went every other year, you would be fine. Um, okay. 
but I would go ahead and change that first because this is the first oil change. And it, right. if there's anything that was in there from the manufacturing process, that'll flush it out, and it's a good thing to do. Okay, well, thank you guys very much. <laughs> All right, now, thanks, let Donnie. us know how long that truck lasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Appreciate okay, it, Donnie. Thanks, hey, I want to mention to you, uh, hope Troy gets feeling better. He's under the weather this morning. Troy Cox with Cecil & Son Discount Tires. they got two locations in Sand Springs on Morrow Road and out there on Highway 97 out by the Brahms. You can go out and have hamburgers and fries in the malt while you're getting your tires put on. That's that's a great deal right there. Yep. Or go over to uh, Sepulpa. I go there for several times uh, right there on Main Street in Sepulpa. Well, well worth the trip over to Sand Springs to get some folks that you know and you trust to do uh, good stuff. They have Lloyd's PC41 Plus, the headlamp restoration product. They'll do it right there on your uh, uh, headlamps right there in the in the store, in the shop, or they'll sell you the kit. As you do too, uh, Tom, you have the PC41. It's part of your fleet maintenance. You betcha. We got a guru that can make them look new. And uh, you also have Sinpro Oil. If someone wants to come in and get the oil changed, you got the good stuff right there. That Sin is Pro the good oil. stuff. Sinpro, Super Sinpro. That is it. Guys, have a great weekend. The news is next on KRMG. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.